welcome to another episode of Big Moon. Woo, Big Moon. Hi, there's three of us here today. Just the three of us. Uh, let's introduce who's here. First and foremost, our beautiful, incredible, intelligent, successful wow. guest. <laughs> Who do we have? Hello, everybody. Uh, Stacey Asapuaca here. Mm-hmm. And then we also have... Oh, me. Nikki. Who's also successful, beautiful, intelligent. Uh, I like to be picked on, so you got Okay, she's kind of a dum-dum, honestly. Okay. She's a dum-dum. I'm Nikki Limo. <laughs> and I am Gina. And today's topic, we're talking about women's uh, women telling us the uh, love bombing signs they recognize in their relationship with partners, family, and friends. What Gina just did to both of us. Yeah. Just bombing us with love. Obviously, she can rip our hearts out later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a uh, article that we found on BuzzFeed. And I can relate heavily. Mm -hmm. You've been practicing a lot, huh, Gina? I've been practicing a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I do. I love bomb and then I destroy you and leave you afterwards. (laughs) I feel like you got bombed on. I did. I did get love bombed on. Tell us about it. Uh, So for those of you who don't know, love bombing is what people do in the beginning of a relationship to get you hooked on them. Uh, And it's just like the It's a manipulative tactic. But what's the difference between somebody courting you and somebody love bombing you? Uh, Love bombing, I feel like it's a lot more intense. intense. (gasps) It almost sounds like it's just so unrealistic like whoa you're talking about marriage already within yeah. the first few weeks you know like and it's kind of catered to you and what they know that you want to hear or yeah, need to hear exactly and uh we're saying things like I, I you know i think i love you and it's just super super duper intense leaving little then, notes leaving yeah. all the cutesy stuff that you see in movies mm, like wow do you know really quick so i don't know have you guys ever watched the show are you the one no no okay so it's a Nef- it's a show on mtv but like they play old seasons on netflix and i have never experienced a bombing but on that show basically you have to couple up and find like your one person that the expert said they're your perfect match mm-hmm. anyway so couples are like forming or whatever this one guy literally they had been there for three days this guy was like i love this girl i'm gonna marry this girl i just know this girl's the one for me and all of us ate it up right mm-hmm. we're like yeah he just really must love her blah 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 literally a week after he was like f this girl i hate her he, she, he would be like why are you even talking to me like it was crazy to watch it go from like one to the other like literally articles have been written about this guy and like his mental illnesses because obviously he went on like a public platform and like everybody saw it and people were just like yeah he's just like wrong in the head yeah but it was like the first time i ever watched it but i'm sorry go ahead but no, you're fine. but yeah that happens a lot and it's not on tv in and so life. you feel kind of crazy because you're like nobody watched it like, because people will ask how did you and how Fall did you stay it. with that guy yeah. like how did you end up and because they loved bomb so hard in the beginning that you remember those times and i think this this is how abusive relationships start is because you just see them the way that you met them the first time where yeah. they were so nice and they knew everything about you and you just like connected and they were just, you know that that's in them. Mm-hmm. So this must be a passing phase. This, yeah. must, this yeah. abusive part must be temporary because he was really perfect before. Exactly. So that's what crazy. usually happens, it's such a big manipulative move. It's very common with narcissists is what they do. And then they take it away from you and you're left with oh, I wish it was just like before. We can make it go back to before mm-hmm. and it makes you stick around. Like, no, I've seen how sweet yeah, you can be. Yeah. You can do it again. It makes you want to work for it exactly. too because you're like, mm-hmm. I know, like I must have done something that made him not pull away a little bit, but right. like, I'm going to get back. Right. So that the, the 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 part where they pull back the affection and they just change suddenly, that's 
how you can kind of tell that it was love bombing in the beginning because if somebody really does care about you they're consistent with their love mm-hmm. yeah and All it grows and it grows and mm-hmm. it grows yeah so love bombing is just a, a really clever and terrible way to just get people addicted to but them. but if you're in it it doesn't feel it like doesn't. it changed suddenly right like you said it feels like one bad day right two bad days it's mm-hmm. been a bad week it's been a bad month it's mm-hmm. just a bad relationship but to you because you're the victim of that addiction you're the addict you're like if i could just get it back to how we were in the beginning yeah mm-hmm. right so other people your friends us we can see it but if you're in it you're too clouded by the emotions mm-hmm. you don't see it right yeah. and they'll find things to make you see make it seem like it was your fault yeah. that things changed and as soon as you start pulling away they're like oh my love exactly no but you're perfect i'm yeah. sorry and then they go back to that and you're like yep. you finally get that reward yeah. that oxytocin you're like oh yes like it's, it, it's finally back yeah. and then as soon as you fall they're like yep <laughs> you know like yep. you be worth fucking game yeah, yeah it's crazy that's scary and i've been through that where it's like we get into this massive argument and then we make up and they're so sweet for like a week or yeah. two, you know, like, oh, he's he understands now. He said he was going to change. Got it. I knew we he was a, the perfect guy. Yeah. We had a heart to heart talk. Yeah. Where he's he, he understands that he did something wrong. And then for the next week or two, he's like so nice. And it feels like old times again. And then it goes yep. back to it. And it's a, a vicious cycle. Ugh. These people are like chameleons. Yeah. Huh? Like they turn themselves into whatever you need. It's exactly. Like they, they get off on like that. The that control. Like, yeah, yeah, that control thing. My ex used to like give tear felt like yes. long speeches mm-hmm. about how much he like he's, you know, flawed, but he's gonna he's gonna he's working on it and he's all do anything for this relationship because wow. he's just like it's like I'm just the one and like blah blah blah. And then like, yeah, two weeks later, yep. back to scummy cheating dirtbag wow. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my ex laid in bed and cried like I'm so happy to have you in my life and, you know, we're back together and stuff like that. And then two weeks later, it's the same exact thing. And they would say things like, that sounds very self-reflective. Like, yeah. I know that I'm, yeah. this is why I'm like this. I know where it comes from and I'm going to fix it. But they never do. And they'll do a gesture like, so I I caught my ex like um, he had a, this is gross, but he had like a file on his computer of all his exes but not even just exes but people he had just hooked up with topless sleeping topless and i found this on his computer and i was disgusted and it was titled awesome that was like the name of the file and and i was just like is this a trophy case like what is this and motherfucker i was in there sleeping (gasps) with topless and i don't have any topless pictures i've never sent a nude not shaming anybody that does that i just don't want any leaks and i just don't do that fact that he non-consensual non-consensual yeah and i was like are these people non-consensual like what what's fucking going on they are sleeping yeah so he deletes it off his computer but i have a hunch it's still fucking somewhere so like a month later i just get this like he's been doing like scummy shit and i'm like i'm gonna find this fucking thing i know it's still here i went through all these blank discs that were uh, he had like blank cds Mm -hmm. and i fucking found it and it was on there and he saved it on this like file and so when he did this big speech like where i caught him and and then he did this big speech about it he was like here's every bad thing i've ever done and he listed all out and he's like he's like i will never do these things to you again like i got rid of this and i there was another thing that he had held on to like his ex's 
shirt or something like that. I can't remember yeah. what it was, but he was like, I got rid of it. Like, I'm not holding on to anything from the past. I'm like, I used to feel validation from these things, but now I know it's just unhealthy mm. and all it's that self-reflective shit. And I'm like, and he was like crying. He's like, I don't want to lose you. Wow. The next day he did this like fake Christmas where he like found a Christmas tree and like wrapped a bunch of presents. And it's like, we had Christmas and it was like, oh my God, he's so quirky and cute and stuff. And then like, I found all the shit he said no, he threw away. Oh my god! I found it. Like I'm like I can't believe like fool me once, fool me twice, fool me fucking five times, yeah. and this guy kept doing it. And I was like, how am I this fucking stupid? Like you, I was happy when I caught him cheating because yeah. I was like that made it way easier to let yeah. go because I don't know even why I hung on. Yeah, I just, you think that how it's old real? Were you? I was. 24 when I met him, 26 when we broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But we broke, like, we're up and down throughout that entire thing of two years of, like, being fucking played, I felt yeah. like. I saw a TikTok yesterday where this guy, he's in, like, a a, a group on Facebook with a, just a bunch of other dudes also. Like, it's a big public group. And someone asked, what do you guys do with the uh, private photos that your exes sent you? And, like, eight out of ten comments were men saying, well, they're my pictures to do whatever I want to do with them. They're mine. I do whatever I want with them. It's like, dude, that's creepy. Delete that yeah. shit. Like, they're still treating women like property. Like, it's mine. I do whatever I want to fucking do with it. Like, dude. Are we surprised? Yeah, I'm not <sighs> surprised. It's so fucking creepy. Like, when I break up with someone, the photos and whatever I have of him, gone. I barely even keep it when they send it to me. Yeah, you know? right. But, like, these men are still, like, keeping it. Like, it's, it's like, like a trophy. A, it's a trophy and it's a possession. Like, yeah. they treat these women like possessions, you know? It's so gross. It's disgusting. But you have to be some sort of, like, wrong, right? Like, not all there because... I every guy I've dated well not every guy not one but the two guys I dated like very healthy men very mm -hmm. like oh yeah those are my exes hope they're doing well but I don't yeah. want anything to do with yeah. them you know like I never had to tell them like delete this stuff like one time like it was like oh yeah it's gone now like I don't really care for it like I got a new phone or whatever the case may be like it's just never like a thing where I I didn't know it was an option that we had to sit down when we first started dating and be like, can you delete all those things? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you haven't started dating anybody else, like, it's just out of respect mm -hmm. for the person. But I mean, a lot of men see us as objects. Right. It's the harsh truth. It is. Oh, yeah. my God. And then <laughs> I just this popped into my head because you're talking about these pictures and stuff. I was with him when a, a text popped up of just a girl's tits Topless. just a girl's tits and i was like who the fuck is this and he's like oh this is a joke we have it's a funny joke oh, it's her? like an inside like, joke yeah like it's just funny because we were talking about how funny boobs are and i'm like oh i'm stupid yeah <laughs> yeah we, we go through those yeah oh, um what i learned was because people like manipulative people like that and narcissists they mold themselves to be what you want yeah um I've learned that early on when you're dating, don't tell don't tell men what you want or what happened to you in the past. Yeah. If they ever ask you like, oh, what do you want in a relationship? And you tell them they're going to fit that mold until they can't anymore and their real face shows. So whenever somebody asks you like, oh, what are you looking for? Just tell them, well, just show me what you are and I'll, I'll let you know if it works for me or not. Well, and like, why are we telling people what we've been through? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have never, like even in my current relationship, I'm not like, this guy did this to me and did, no. Yeah. Because then you know what I allowed in the past and then what I'll allow in the present and I'm not about to allow that again exactly I you don't need mistake. to know yeah, yeah like you don't need to be telling them oh he i got cheated on and blah 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 no mm -hmm. oh it didn't work out yeah has this ever happened to you those type of guys is the same type of guys i feel like um 
where they tell you all the ways that their ex broke their heart mm-hmm. and like they Gags. tell you this sob story about Wait. how awful their ex was and what they did and then in the future when you guys get in a fight they're like you're just like my ex yeah. you I can't even you're you're even worse than her mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah I am what? Yeah. get over it <laughs> yeah so I made that mistake before where I would tell them like you know this is what I've been through thinking like if they just know, you know, then they won't do yeah. it to me because they don't want to hurt me because they mm-hmm. like me so much. But no, it shows them, oh, this is what she put up with in the past. That means I can get away with it too. Mm-hmm. And more. Yeah. And more. Mm-hmm. It's like a challenge. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, the ex that cheated on me recently, after he and I split, I found out he cheated on me. I had like this inkling of a feeling about that he, the things he told me about his exes were not true. Yeah. So I decided, fuck it, I'm going to reach out and just see what happens, right? And so I messaged her. I was like, hey, this is a really weird message I'm sending you. But uh, he and I just split. Did he do the same thing to you? You don't have to answer this. It's fine, whatever. And she responded. And that night, she and I got on the phone together. And she was the nicest girl. We got along so well. We were on the phone for six hours. Oh, my God. Just hanging out. And we became friends. I love that. Yeah. And we just became friends. And then we went through, like, all everything. Like, did he do this? Yeah, he did that. Shared trauma. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. He said that he was like this with you. And he's never been like that with anyone else. Let me guess. Did he say this? And she's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And then most of the times, if they're... Look, any guy that comes up to you making himself the victim, I've always got cheated on. Yeah. I always got broken up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, all my exes are crazy. No. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Because you're going to be just, an, you're going to be the next one. Exactly. You know? Can't it's so some- hard, like, not to empathize and be yeah. like, oh, I'm glad you found me then. No, yeah. I'm like, not like See, them. Oh, my God. You guys, you guys need to be bitches in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Be a bitch in the beginning. I'm starting and, to get swayed onto her yeah, side. And don't be disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. But just be like, oh, I got cheated on. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What are you having for dinner? You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> you know? Because that's how you have to be. Like, yeah. they don't get to just have your empathy. They mm. get to earn it. Of course, you're never going to be disrespectful. Let me just highlight that. But... I feel like a lot of times these people that are manipulative, they know our instinct to nurture. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you treat every person like that, like I can count, dude, there's been times where like men I've dated have cried in front of me and I'm like just staring at them blankly. And I'm like, well, you were texting her. Why are you <laughs> crying? Yeah. You know? And then they're like, I'm just so sorry. Oh my God, I didn't mean to, but you did. You yeah. were texting yeah. her, you know? And then I have personally, I've always been very good at like when I'm in front of them, I'm like a, straight face i'm like so good no and then when i leave i cry yeah Yeah. but in front of them i'm just like Like, i will not show weakness you don't get not even weakness but it's like i'm not gonna feel bad for you because Mm -hmm. you messed up yeah you don't you no longer get to have me you know but it's not that i'm untouchable it's just that in the beginning you guys all should literally read why men love bitches Mm. it's a great book it talks about that like how in the beginning you should just be it's a it's a business transaction almost you know like you're basically interviewing people that can potentially be your partner right and you're doing the choosing of the relationship right so yeah don't give too much in the beginning yeah Yeah. it's like it is like a business interview like where you don't go to a job begging for the job like you want to know that like it's a good fit so like tell me why tell me why i should want to work here too not just why you would want to hire me tell me why i should want to be with you Mm -hmm. yeah tell me why and then they're like and show it with your actions yeah and like of course you're not like oh what are you bringing to the table but you're just like i'm not going to give you everything in the beginning you have to earn my love my nurturing my trust 
blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, you should be courted from the beginning of the relationship. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have known that earlier about the courting. A lot of us do, you know. Especially since I've always been like such a guy's girl. Mm -hmm. I kind of like you know, I liked that identity of like, you know, I don't need like the, the fancy. I don't need like to be courted. I'm like, I'm a guy's girl. I'll pay like I'll pay for your dinner. Like, I don't yeah. fucking care. Like whatever. I I also made more money than all my boyfriends. So I was like, you know, I don't. And that, that wasn't what lured me in. I liked that you were funny and that you're nice. Like I like those two things. I like that you're caring and nice and, mm-hmm. and funny. Uh, and then they just never court you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no. then they never know to like step it up. Yeah, but that's you set the standard. In the you beginning. set the standard, and we can go into this like deeply. But yeah, you should literally, even if you make more money, and all he can afford to is to take you to a taco stand. If you like him, let him take you there. Yeah, you know if that's because man, you're you'll attract the type of man based on what you accept in the beginning. So if you're like, I'll pay for you, all yeah. right, you're gonna get the type of man that's always gonna be like, well, didn't you pay pay for me? Yeah, take care of me. Yeah, I'm here to be your little princess. <laughs> <laughs> And that doesn't make us like spoiled. We'll never do anything. When I learned that if I feel protected, safe and cared for, mm-hmm. my caring side eventually feels safe enough to come out. Yeah. yeah I will reciprocate. You and know? most women always feel like, I don't want him to think I'm taking advantage of him. Yeah. Girl, you're a millionaire. You're not taking advantage <laughs> of him. You know, like it's let yourself be courted. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when you're shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. When you're shopping on one of your favorite sites at checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Honey doesn't just work on desktop, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. I remember going and looking all over the internet for promo codes, like first customer codes or first buy codes, and it was such a pain, but now Honey just does it for me, which saves me so much money. And I usually use it on clothing websites. I remember it saving me money on shipping and some like first time promos too. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this show. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash bigmood. That's joinhoney.com slash bigmood. If you run an e-commerce business, you probably feel like it's about time people stop treating e-commerce giants better just because they're bigger. And you are absolutely right. That's why ShipStation gives e-commerce sellers of all sizes access to the same deeply discounted rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. Yeah, your little Etsy shop, your little small business, you're getting the same treatment as Fortune 500 companies. And ShipStation doesn't just save you money, but that's a good place to start because we all love some extra money. Am I right? You get deeply discounted shipping rates that are normally reserved for Fortune 500 companies. ShipStation also works with over 45 carriers, so you can easily compare rates and delivery times to quickly find the best option every time. They work with over 300 platforms like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and more to automate processes like fulfillment and tracking so you can save time managing orders. Oh my God, so annoying when like, you're like, I wanna focus on my business, but then almost all my time is spent packaging and shipping out these orders. In fact, 98% of companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. Yeah, it makes sense because it's so much more easy. If you've ever been, you know, shipping things from a small company, I, I did this like when I had an Etsy shop for a while and I used to make stickers and like send them out to people for a little bit. I had all kinds, I made jewelry and such that, all kinds of stuff. And then now I have my jewelry business and it's just so much easier to have a company like this where you're saving money on shipping, but you're also saving money on 
like having everything in one place. So you're saving money while making shipping easier. It's a no-brainer. With all that money that I'm saving, I'm using it to put back into my business so I could get more inventory, which equals more profit. Hello, cha-ching. So don't let the big guys keep all the discounts to themselves. Sign up using promo code BIGMOOD for a free 60-day trial today at ShipStation.com and start saving with every shipment. That's two whole months of discounted shipping absolutely free. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in Big Mood. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Speaking of courting, let's get into this article. Yes, oh, yeah. Now. Because that the first one intro. says... When he was courting me, he was like a romance novel. When we fought, he would turn into a complete monster and do anything to hurt me mentally and emotionally. And then when he thought I was about to leave, he would be a romance novel again. Mm -hmm. When I finally had enough and decided I was in fact leaving, he turned so mean I didn't even recognize him. He pulled the breakers from the breaker box and left for four days, leaving my daughter and I with no power or water in July in Alabama. Oh my gosh. He also bolted locks on the kitchen cabinets and refrigerator. The breakup was a year ago. I've maintained no contact he messages me about once a month asking why i won't talk to him he cannot believe that i don't want him in my life anymore that's scary they always come back yeah my ex messaged me two weeks ago um and he's been seeing someone else mm-hmm. he messaged me two weeks ago this. i hope so too <laughs> um he messaged me two weeks ago from his second account and he's like oh hey so um i see you didn't block this account um I, you know i'm just starting up the second or i'm i'm or kickstarting the second account again and i'm like bitch who the fuck asked i didn't Mm. you know i didn't message back Mm -hmm. he saw that i read it and then said oh that wasn't supposed to be mean or weird or anything i hope you're doing well it's like bitch you do you not remember what you did to me yeah are you insane (laughs) it's crazy my periodically like will find a way to like text me or contact me also like i don't even like talking about him because i because you know he like might see it or whatever Mm -hmm. but he follows all of you. Oh, he that's follows. Weird. He, he's never met any of my friends. He follows all of them. That's on weird. That's super that's weird. It's really yeah. weird. It's bizarre. He yeah. shows up at things randomly that I'm at. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of stalkery. So yeah. like like this person said, they if like he was a romance novel, he did everything right. But if it's such a huge stark contrast between when he's happy and when he's sad, the way he or when he's angry, the way he treats you, if it goes from romance novel to fucking monster. That means most likely the romance is not real. Yeah. 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 I feel like a healthy person would be within a range of emotions. Yes. Like when I'm mad, I'm going to be mad at you with love. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still respecting you. I'm st- like, I could be so mad at my fiance, but I'm never going to leave him outside locked out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're not going to take away his basic survival needs yeah, I'm for like, him and his yeah. daughter. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? For sure. If they're on the extremes of both sides of the spectrum, that's mm-hmm. a huge fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Even in the beginning, you know, like, no matter how in love you are because of course there's people who get married within three months for example and they're happy right so like okay that wasn't a red flag so maybe this one's normal like if at the end of the first date they're like i love you mm-hmm. bitch you barely know me yeah. you know yeah. let's pump the brakes a little bit you know um it's just it's crazy like too much of anything is not good yeah right, right. I mean, I did uh, text my friends after Steve and I's first date. Like, do you want chicken or steak? Chicken or steak at the wedding? But I didn't but tell, tell him, him that. Yeah, you yeah. tell him that. Yeah. that. Him. <laughs> I think that's the difference, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, even when I met Denny, he was like the first couple of days, like three days. He was like, "Oh my god, I really want to tell you something because I feel it, but I don't want to tell you because it would be weird." Yeah. <laughs> and then I told him, I was like, "I want to tell you too, but it would be weird." So let's yeah. hold on. Let's wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, it was like a, a really strong emotion, but both of us were like, "Let's pump." 
the brakes mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. you know? Let's make sure that we still feel that few weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, like months from now. I feel like maybe a person that's not all there would have been like, I love you. Yeah. yeah. I love you already. Let's, Let's just get married. Get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like when they're homeless and they're like, I love you. Can I stay the night? Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, huh? They call that a hobosexual. A hobosexual. <laughs> Please be careful, lady. Yeah. <laughs> they're only with you because they need a home. Oh, yeah. That same guy like couldn't pay his rent and ended up moving in with me within oh, the first like God. month I and got laid off. I know. <laughs> I had to go through this you though did, so I can share all these charming. stories. Yes. And I could tell people what not what to look out for You're right, to yeah. not fall into. We're grateful because now you know why you love Steve so much. Yes. Because yep. he's the process. opposite. Yes. <laughs> all right. The second one says, I didn't figure it out until I told him I was leaving for real. After 13 years of marriage, I agreed to one counseling session to appease him and the trickle uh, and the words that flowed out of his mouth about how great I am, how much he loves me, blah, 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 was so fucking fake and inconsistent with his actions. Yep. I was physically repulsed. He was so kind when he was begging me not to leave him. And then so cruel when he realized I wasn't backing down. So cruel. It was unreal. The abuse cycle and trauma bonds are no joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, the inconsistency of words yes. and actions. Mm-hmm. This is the first sign that I noticed and pointed out. And then he turned it on me. He was like, I'm hurt because that's what my ex used to say. And I oh thought I gosh. changed that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you didn't. But like, maybe there's room. And then he's like, I swear, like, it's going to line up because that really hurt me that you said that. And then it never did. And I was like, hey, remember when you said it hurt you? But well, you know, you're still doing that. He got so upset. And it's like, okay, there has to be a point where your words line up with your yeah, actions yeah. or then it's not real. Yeah. Do you not understand? Yeah. yeah. But like, don't be nice. Like, you could be nice yeah, to Steve too now. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know? But like, don't be nice to your husband. Yeah. Like, you could be nice when they're your husband. When they're dating, just be mean. Not mean, but just like, set really firm boundaries. Boundaries, yeah. yeah. Very firm, healthy boundaries. I was Even very if, bad at setting boundaries. Same. Right. And so, not right, but like, that makes sense, yeah. right? And so now you're like, set the boundaries firmly even if you feel guilty even if you feel bad you know like just be firm about it oh i'm sorry i feel bad i don't care that's my boundary Mm -hmm. you don't get to cross it Mm -hmm. i think it does take a certain level of like self-acceptance and like knowing your worth because at that time in my life i had really low self-esteem i had i was in an abusive business relationship Mm -hmm. where i was contracted with a guy who was who was constantly threatened to sue me for breaching contract, even though like this no, contract yeah. was really gross. Um, and he knew I didn't have money to defend myself. So he would constantly use that to like get me to do the things he wanted me to do. Wow. And and so I entered this this romantic relationship already still in that abusive mm. business relationship. So it was two people trying to like yeah. isolate me from friends and tell me that I'm pushing shit and yeah pushing me down and then then you start to feel like you're you're not worth shit and that you don't add value to people's lives yeah. and that you must like these are the only two people that care about you mm. then and yeah it's really bizarre how they that can happen how you can really convince yourself that you're not yeah. worth anything and you know you know what's kind of crazy I feel like now that I'm like this deep into my relationship, now I trust Denny to the point where like his words matter to me, right? So now if he was to be like, you're being really mean, like now I would take it into consideration, right? So I can imagine giving somebody who you just met that trust and them taking advantage of it and being like, you're being really disrespectful yeah. because you're setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you're the kind of person that really puts all that trust in within the first month of dating, you're going to believe it and you're going to be like, man, and I am shitty. Yeah. I am 
like I'm not worthy of his love because I'm not, I'm setting boundaries. I'm really bad, yeah. you know? So it's not to say like you shouldn't trust them romantically, but like don't trust his words over yours. Mm-hmm. His yeah. feelings about you over your feelings about you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to know who you are before you get into a relationship yes. so that if he says you're being really mean for not allowing me to come over at two in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just simply respecting my space, yeah. you know? Because now when you really become like in love with this person you do trust what they say about you yeah like now if danny was to be like you were really mean to your sister i would be like oh fuck i was yeah you know like Mm -hmm. because i know he comes from a place of love but and he knows you yeah and he knows me but in the beginning if he was to be like in the beginning of a relationship if he was like you're being really mean to me i'd be like deal with it (laughs) you know like these are my boundaries and this is what i want and Mm -hmm. if you can't put up with you know and then i soften and then you know it blended but mm-hmm. yeah in the beginning you kind of have to trust yourself more than you trust them yeah mm-hmm. and and i think we've said this before especially when jess has been on the show but like i, th- I really think everyone needs a period of being alone like yeah. not dating anybody not like depending on somebody you know where you're like on your own building your career building mm-hmm. your self-worth building your confidence really solidifying who you are as a person and no one can crack that after yeah, yeah. that but if you haven't built that yet and you're still in that shaky ground and someone comes in there and they know exactly how to work you oh that's when the da- yeah. that's the danger zone yeah, yeah. when you scary. give somebody more trust than you yeah yourself. especially the love bombing i think really works on people who didn't get a lot of love or affection in their childhood and then they come along and they're like giving you all these things you've never heard before yep Ooh, does that work yeah. <laughs> that was me and that leads to number four i was pretty starved emotionally as a child oh. when dating became a thing it was like i'd cracked the codes of being loved i was really cute and decent looking in my teens and early 20s so it made finding boys really easy the first few times, the love bombing bombing turned into future faking, which is when they make promises like, yeah, I want to marry you. Oh. And we're going to go to Hawaii. And we're oh, yeah, we meet. named our future kids. Yeah. Within the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the first few times, the love bombing turned into future faking and then eventually completely st- slowed to a grinding halt, then turned the other direction towards complete neglect or being cheated on. Oh. Those experiences completely destroyed my self-worth for a while. Then I had to put a guard up and really get to know someone before believing a thing they said. It took until I was about 25 years old to get there, but I guess that's a normal age to feel like you've really matured. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you have to really learn about yourself and learn about what you're willing to take and your boundaries. And that does take a while. It makes sense that she said 25 because that's when your frontal cortex develops, which is a part of the brain that thinks about consequences, Mm -hmm. right? So 25 is around the age where you're like, become an adult, who you're Mm -hmm. really going to be, right? Um, But... Uh, anything before that and you know a lot of people get married a lot of people find their true love but when you're dealing with somebody that's like purposefully manipulating you that's tough Mm -hmm. yeah because then everything that they're doing is not real yeah it's not a real person that you're dating that's whatever you're getting catfished in real life it's crazy (laughs) with emotion yeah Yeah. emotional catfish emotional that's terrifying yeah, it's, uh, it's I, it took therapy for honestly for me to like really realize why I like was drawing these types of people or like why like I kept attracting those types of people and like my boundary issues and like the I, I always felt like I needed to do something to earn love. I wasn't worthy of being loved just because right. of being loved. Mm-hmm. Like I had to like earn it somehow. And those fucking people know how to make you feel like you haven't earned it yet. Exactly. Because they can they can like smell it. They mm-hmm. like know your 
weaknesses yeah. and then so i was like fuck yeah i need to like realize what i love about me first and like fall in love with yourself first really is like yeah. it's cliche but it's true mm-hmm. like you fall in love with the things that 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 you like about you and then find someone that also sees that yeah you know what's kind of crazy like even if we take it one step back like how they this person said i was deprived as a child of love it's almost like it all starts in your childhood oh, yeah. and you literally have to love your child no matter what. Yeah. I don't believe in unconditional love. The only unconditional love should be to your child. Mm-hmm. Right. And so making your child love like they have to work for love or they have to earn it by getting good grades, by cleaning the room, by taking a shower, whatever it is. It's almost training them Mm -hmm. to then seek out that same love in the relationship absolutely right and so like i always kind of think like as a father having daughters it must be so easy to mess them up because you're the first example they see of a man but i mean like if there's any man listening that have daughters like you literally have to love her so much because everything you don't do for her some idiot is going to come and take advantage of her Mm -hmm. because you didn't teach her how to be loved yep and it's like i don't blame my dad because he he was 24 when he became a dad yeah so he wasn't even fully developed in his like i mean that's cortex or whatever um yeah and the thing about him is we're very similar in personality and i think he saw that in me but he always wanted a boy because he's a baseball player and so i think he raised me like i was his son mm. you know not like a daughter and so he was really hard on me and like discipline like i had to really earn things to to get uh, his approval mm-hmm. and and even though that was like his way like in his mind he's like I'm training you to be the best to excel in things it fucked me up in the relationship department because I felt like like with guys I felt like I need to do something to gain yeah. their I need to be exceptional to gain your approval mm-hmm. and if you just liked me for just to like me like I don't you're not even I don't like you because like I don't trust that like I didn't even do anything yet so yeah. how could you like me right <laughs> Uh, the next one says, I figured him out when he began to project his insecurities onto me and gaslight me. He'd say things like, I bought you all these nice things and you still want to go out with your friends? Ooh, like so you could transactional. buy? Ooh. Yeah, that's gross. I I've never had that. My ex, we got into a massive fight because he disrespected my family. And uh, he just, all he said, it was just words. I'm sorry. I'm like, show some actions. And so... And I had to show, teach him, like, show some actions, fucking order food for me and my family or something for disrupting us or, like, get me flowers for once. Like, do something. I want actions. And he finally did it only because I told him to, mm. which is never mm. worth, like, it's, it just doesn't mean anything as mm-hmm. much anymore. And then a week later, he's like, well, I did the nice thing. So why are you? Oh, God. It's like, it's yeah, a, it's I just, give you this. So now I get to do what yeah, I want. Exactly. Like, it's so gross. Not out of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. The transactional never feels good. No. Uh, the next one says, I dated an ex for three years that was incredibly abusive in every way except physically, though he threatened it a number of times. I can only remember this incident towards the end of the relationship. I came home to his house and there was a big bouquet of flowers with a cookie from my favorite place waiting for me. All this from a man who used to brag that a florist knew him by name because he went there so much for his exes, but not <laughs> once in our three years ever brought me flowers. He never went out of his way to do anything nice for me. He came home that day and was suddenly being really sweet, asking if I liked the flowers and saying, oh, did you see the cookie was from your favorite spot? At that point, I had already signed a lease to move the hell away from him and I was just waiting for the keys. I wasn't falling for it anymore. Well, what did I just say? Mm -hmm. What did I just say? Yeah, Yeah, it's, they do these nice things 
at the at the very end, like yeah. when it's do or die, and, and because you told them to, yeah, because yeah. they're trying to hold on, right? Mm-hmm. And they have to point it out. Like, did, did you see? I did it. Yeah, it's like cool. I did the good one with yeah. actual like um, diagnosed narcissist. So from what I know, because I've never personally experienced it, but from what I know they literally like to hold on because it's fun Mm -hmm. so it's not that they love you is that they have the hold on you that where they're like controlling you and they're like haha i got her to do what i wanted Mm -hmm. and so when you finally leave and you finally get the courage and you're like i wasn't crazy i'm leaving they they try to become what you wanted Mm -hmm. and it'll work Mm -hmm. you know there's people who go back five six seven times and until you have enough and you realize like it's never gonna change Mm -hmm. you know it's i i'm not gonna share who it was but i have a friend who was dealing with the narcissist and he lived out of state so he was far she would go out there and see him and then when she was here in la he was like i'm never gonna get married i don't love you i don't know why you're being crazy like that blah 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 blah. crazy like that right anyway eventually she ended up dating and finding her current partner and in the beginning she of her current partner's relationship she texted the guy and was like i'm sorry i'm blocking you everywhere i no longer want to be with you leave me out of it leave me alone right which with the narcissist it doesn't work like that yeah so literally it was so crazy to me because she told him that and then she went on to her relationship with her new boyfriend that same week at six in the morning she lives at her mom's house after her mom went to work he was parked outside (gasps) her house waited until the mom left to work because he knew she was going to be by herself knocks on the door so he doesn't call he doesn't text knocks on the door no. so then she opens obviously she's distraught she just woke up she's not ready so he caught her in a vulnerable position mm-hmm. right after the mom left caught her in a vulnerable position and was like i'm here to talk because you're not picking up my phone calls yeah Ew. for a reason she yeah. said but it's like as deep as the fact that he caught her at six in the morning she hadn't showered she wasn't ready she wasn't ready physically she wasn't ready emotionally he, and this is something narcissists do. They'll deprive you of, of sleep to get what they want mm-hmm. out of you, right? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, they talk. She texted her dad like, hey, he's here. Come out, whatever. The dad came or whatever. Anyway, they talked. He left. And then he lives out of state. And I believe up until like six months after she was still with her new boyfriend, he would come and like drop notes, oh. drop flowers. Ooh. Like it would be like, we're meant to be. Ew. We're going to be together forever. Gross. But the thing is, like, I'm like, how does your brain work? Yeah. You were telling this woman you were never going to marry her. But all of a sudden she moved on. You always wanted to marry yeah, her. They you, can't believe that yeah. a person would reject them. Yeah. yeah. That you're moving on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I learned that narcissists simply they don't they don't love you because they just don't love you. It's literally because they literally cannot. Yeah. It, they in their something is up with their brain yeah they literally just can't when they say love it doesn't mean the same exactly thing. they don't have the they can't grasp the same concept mm-hmm. and i recently was talking to my friend who's going through his first breakup with a narcissistic woman and i was like you need to understand that this is physically impossible mentally mm-hmm. impossible for them to do so you can't just hold out on oh, maybe i can fix it maybe i can do this I'm like no it's not the same you can literally shit gold nuggets yeah. <laughs> make this woman come every fucking night give her all the money in the world everything she's ever wanted from a child you can give her the fucking dead dog she had from a child yeah you know and bring him back to life but it will literally never ever ever be enough mm-hmm. you'll never be enough because that's not how they feel things they mm-hmm. feel things from manipulating yeah. and like getting th- it's like a it's a whole it's a whole trophy system like yes. it's more about the like the chase the, yes. the getting the thing and mm-hmm. and the conquering yeah. than it is about 
love there's yeah. no love they can go to god himself and be like hey can you put the perfect person in front of me right now and it could be you and it still won't be enough nope. wow. yeah that's insane so like that's and it's very hard for people to accept like but this person that i spent this much time with that was yeah. so sweet no it can't be them like no it really is them yeah the yeah. sunken cost thing yeah exactly. like, well, i've already been with them for five years like i just don't want to start over mm-hmm. it's like girl start over start over start boy over. start over yeah start over Have you ever wished for a best friend with a medical degree to answer all your sexual health and wellness questions? The Favor Medical Team is just a text away to guide you through your sexual health and wellness options. Whether you're thinking about going on birth control for the first time, need to renew your prescription, or want help finding the best option, the Favor Medical Team has your back. The Pill Club is now Favor. Favor offers professionally prescribed birth control subscriptions and sexual wellness products delivered straight to your door for free. No more going to doctor appointments. Favor carries over 120 FDA-approved brands and ships to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. Favor delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. That's way more than a doctor's office that can give you that. What's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to provide you the care you deserve. Sign up for birth control in just five minutes. Skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and get treated right. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash bigmood, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every big mood listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's heyfavor.com slash bigmood to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, it's heyfavor.com slash bigmood. You must use the link to make a donation. Every plate is America's best value meal kit, because while most meal kits come with a premium price tag, every plate offers delicious dinners that won't break the bank. We love it. Let every plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a consistently low price. You can choose from 17 delicious weekly recipes, and then you just sit back. You just, like, relax. They'll deliver pre-portioned ingredients, and then these easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your front door. I got flatbread pizza. What else did I get? Oh gosh, so many, so many things, but the flatbread pizza really stands out because it was super easy. Who doesn't want pizza at all hours of the day at any mealtime? I had some leftover. I had some for breakfast. It was just a really good value portion size and every plate's quality ingredients come carefully packed and pre-portioned, helping you save money and reduce food waste. Every plate cuts out trips to the grocery store and stressful meal planning so you can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. Like this one I think was less to be honest. So get started with every plate for $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code BIGMOOD179. That's everyplate.com and enter code BIGMOOD179 for just $1.79 per meal. That's up to $104 value. Everyplate.com code BIGMOOD179. Uh, number seven says, everything I did was amazing to them. He got excited that my favorite animated movie was a movie he had only seen one time as a child. He didn't even remember it, yet he cited that as a re- he cited that as a reason I was perfect for him. Anything I did, even if it was directly conflicted with one of his opinions, would turn into yet another reason I was perfect. 
Uh, I honestly didn't know this was love bombing. The concept makes so much more sense now. I hadn't actually treated me like shit, but our relationship started out with him saying I was amazing just because I knew who uh, this character was from the show. I was insecure and took the compliments where I could get them, even from a dude who seemed to only brush his teeth once a week. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one's hard because, okay, I don't, uh, I don't, I didn't know that was love bombing either, mm-hmm. but I did, um, like briefly dated a guy that we weren't ever like together but like he was you know taking me out and stuff and my uh, reason i didn't like him or couldn't like stay hanging out with him is that whatever i said i was amazing and also he agreed with everything i said like he didn't have any opinions and it wasn't like oh yeah i agree with you because blah 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 and here's all the reasons i agree with you it was just like yeah me too that's it like okay cool so i just like talked for 15 minutes about why i think this thing and then you're just like yeah mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> it's like i need more i need substance and tell I, me why i think we go back to that point of like you have to be secure in who you are yeah because if somebody's like oh my god you're perfect because you drive this car it's like okay the most I surface am. level thing yeah i'm like yeah yeah man like yeah. what's your point <laughs> yeah like, let's keep going you know yeah. and so if somebody's like you're perfect because you like toy story sure yeah anyway you know you're not so blinded by the compliments on surface level things or oh my god you're perfect because you were your toenails are blue you know like you don't believe the simple stuff you know what it reminds me a lot of and uh, this is true like if you are wanting to be um a youtuber or any sort of public figure you cannot get so wrapped up in the compliments that you think you're the shit and you could not get so wrapped up in the hate comments that you think you're the worst and right. you want to die because you're gonna get both, both. extremes yeah. and like i think seeing so many comments at a time you really have to build a firm foundation of, of who you are mm-hmm. or you'll just get destroyed yeah like yeah. you'll get swept away by anything yeah it's it's the same way in relationships, you know, and if you're not used to seeing that all the time, like all the if you're getting all the compliments in the world, you're like, oh, my God, like I'm the best. Like, I feel so good with this person or they take it away and start telling you you're the worst. And here's all the reasons you suck. And then you start believing that because yeah. you don't have that solid foundation. Yeah, You give somebody else the you power. allow somebody else to dictate who you are. Yeah, exactly. You know, you never get to decide who you are. You never get to tell people who you are because you're waiting for somebody else to tell you. Yeah, I think uh, an example of this was when um, I this guy broke up with me because he was like, you're just too insecure. I knew I wasn't insecure, mm. you know. I knew I was like, I've never been the insecure one in a relationship. And so it when he randomly dumped me and said, yeah, you're just being too insecure because I brought up something that really bothered me mm-hmm. about another woman. Um, if I had loved myself more and understood myself more 100 percent of what I am, I wouldn't have been so hurt about that breakup mm-hmm. because I found myself asking, like, am I insecure? Yes. What? That's weird. And then it really ate me up. And then later on, I found out he cheated. I was like, I wasn't insecure. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. They were throwing it on it. It was deflection. Exactly. That same thing happened to me. Like where I was the, remember the topless photo I told mm-hmm. you, like where the, mm-hmm. and then like, oh no, boobs are funny. And I was like, I don't know if this is a joke Yeah, because like, that's weird. I wouldn't never do that. Like that's like a, this is kind of a flirty text. Mm-hmm. And like, who is this girl? I don't even know her. And he was like, well, well, she spent the night at, at our house when we were like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so she spent the night with you and now she's showing your boobs. And she, he was like, you know, you're too judgy yeah. on things. And I was like, 
I'm judging. He's like, yeah, this isn't the first time either. Like you judge me on this, this, this. Like sometimes guys and girls are just friends and they no, show babe, boobs no. and they do this. I'm like, I've never. Am I crazy? Like you have it, to know who you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're too judgy. I am anyway. Yeah. I like the fact that you have boobs on your phone. Yeah. So what? Deal with that. We're we breaking up or not? Exactly. You know, like yeah, I am I judgy. Love that. Yeah. Stop holding it against me. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like when they try to say like you're too sensitive. Yes, I am. So let's move on. Yeah. Are you yeah. gonna deal with it or not? You exactly. Know? You have to know who you are and stand your ground on it. I love that. Fuck yeah, girl, yeah. Be a bitch. <laughs> if you learn anything from this podcast, bitch. if I had to start over now, I could do it. But yeah, back in that like sensitive zone, that twenty-four year old, that yeah. vulnerable little get the baby time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I mean, it's too it's, nice. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay to be nice. You yeah. know, um, it's just when you're when it's your your heart's on the line you can be a little bit of a bitch yeah. you know mm-hmm. and that's for like any maybe 24 year olds listening now like your heart is your most precious thing you have you know take care of you yeah more than you're gonna take care of him oh my god i feel judged because i you don't let me get boob pictures okay feel judged <laughs> yeah feel judged yeah you know like yeah. if yeah. it makes you uncomfortable then stand by it yeah mm-hmm. yeah be uncomfortable or break up with me mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> Uh, the next one says, my now ex-boyfriend wanted to get me a promise ring after three months, later added me to his life insurance policy without asking me, and somehow made me out to be the bad guy. He said I was overreacting and that he just was giving me the serious relationship I wanted. Oof. Look at all these things I did for you. Yeah. Wait, that, wait, that wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. I'm confused because he gave her a promise ring and added her to life, life insurance, insurance and she was like, what are you doing? He never did anything bad? Uh, she said that he made her to be a bad guy somehow. I need details because I, I need yeah. details on this. if you give me a ring and add me to your life insurance, I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not tripping over that, you know? Yeah. So that one's a little bit weird for Maybe me. Maybe she thought it was getting too, too serious too fast. And, and see, like, after three months, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe like, see, that's that fine line it's of like, line. when are you being love bomb and mm-hmm. when are you being like courted and taken care of. That's an individual of. situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. because after that, I wouldn't have been like, oh my God, red flag. I got yeah. a promise ring at the month. And was yeah. like, you know, making her feel like a like Crap. she was taking from her his life because look at all the things I did for you yeah. and now and you're you're not you're gonna still go out without me or you're yeah. gonna still do things that you want to do oh, without yeah. me That's or something like that. But if he's just like, oh. <laughs> okay, but if he's just like, oh, it's a ring and here, like we're gonna you're on my phone plan now, then yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know? If he had done that, like adding on the phone plan without her asking. And suddenly turns around and says, oh, now I have to pay. Like, I've been paying extra yeah. for you. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I pay for your flow now. And you're like, what? I, I didn't, didn't ask for that. There has to be that, that twist. Yeah. For yeah. It to yeah be there has bombing. to be. Yeah, for yeah, sure. exactly. Where they turn sour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next one says, any suggestion that we slow down or not make big future plans was met with sulking and the silent treatment. Oh, Ooh, no. I don't like that. No. Anybody mm-hmm. that gives you silent treatment, friend, mm-hmm. mom, boyfriend, anything, don't talk to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toxic. Mm-hmm. When you're in kindergarten, you're taught how to communicate your feelings. If you don't want to share a toy, you're taught to share. Like, it's basic human communication. Yeah. When I was with my ex, every time we got into an argument, he wouldn't speak to me for it. It was always three days. Oh. It was always exactly three days. And then he'll so message me. Planned. And, how did that feel? And it was just like... I, at first, I was like, what the fuck? And then after a while, because I was so used to it, used to it, it became like a, oh, this is what he, he just like, he I'll does. see you Friday. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> what he does. And then later on, after we broke up, I was like, I don't want to fucking deal with that yeah. anymore. Like, That's lame. So, and then whenever 
he came back and just messaged me. It was just like a, oh, hey, everything's cool now. It's like, oh, man, that's that could mess with you. Yeah. yeah it's like he was training you to get used mm-hmm. to that. So after we broke up, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not fucking dealing with this because I don't give silent treatments. It's not what I do. I communicate. No, same. You I've know? never met anybody who does personally. Like to me, you know, mm-hmm. I like it's childish yeah, i don't is. like when things are unresolved exactly i'll confront you right away if i think there's a problem because i just don't like an unresolved tension type of issue yeah right? or you still have to be cordial like yeah. if you're coming in oh good morning or like yeah i'm gonna go to the store do you want anything like even if we're mad like you don't just get to treat me like i'm not insist existent yeah because mm-hmm. you're upset like that's traumatic it is it is and i was and i was kind of like I was trained to just mm-hmm. like get used to okay, it. Like, and when he, he comes back, oh yeah, I missed him exactly. Yeah, like I'm gonna give you attention now. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think you've had your time out long enough. Uh, I'm gonna give you attention now. Exactly. That's I'm gonna treat you like a person again. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Until you fuck up. Mm-hmm. So don't fuck up next time. Don't fuck up. Yeah. Did you like that? Did you like being no, on exactly. time out? God. Um, this next one says. A day after us meeting, he was texting me and telling me what a good girl I was and that he wanted a future with me. No. He would insist I stay on the phone with him as he slept, even though it made me super uncomfortable. <gasps> the last straw was him sending hundreds of messages in a row without response and parking outside my house, hoping <gasps> to catch me on my way to work. No. He texted me from two different numbers wow. for some odd reason. When I messaged him back and told him it was all too much, he said I'd never find another guy like him. When I reminded Thank him God. that I didn't care as I wasn't interested, he invited me out for dinner and drinks and later that same night told me to come over and watch Netflix. We had only been on one date. That was <gasps> a roller coaster I'll never forget. Jesus! This is a serial killer yeah. status. You guys, that friend that I was telling you about that dealt with the narcissist, yeah. they would sleep on the phone every night. <gasps> oh. Like literally hearing each other. But, but it's because narcissists want to mess with you mm-hmm. and your sleep because when you're sleep deprived, you're more likely to be like make dumb decisions or agree to things or they could be like you're just tired you're being dumb yeah or like i remember you agreed last night at three in the morning oh yeah Mm -hmm. you know and so it's crazy that they sleep deprive you like that it's to that degree like where you sleep deprived and you can't remember what you said what you didn't say what you said half asleep yeah you're tired at work and they're like you get to sleep when i want you to sleep oh my gosh yeah and they go to sleep whenever they want to because literally in the middle of a argument he'd be like you know what i'm tired i don't want to deal with this anymore yeah and he just sleeps just fine and it got to the point where my friend literally couldn't sleep without talking to him on the phone mm-hmm. like she had to be on the phone with him mm-hmm. and they create that codependency wow it's yeah. crazy oh yeah narcissists love codependence yeah but codependency you can work your way out of it like you can get through it and you can establish a non-codependent behavior mm-hmm. whereas narcissism is that shit's permanent yeah you but can't. see like if you're with the narcissist you're never going to establish no- exactly. yeah you have to break away behavior. for sure yeah. and that's what i went through because i couldn't sleep well if i didn't get like a, a facetime with him at night because somewhere in the back of my mind was like why aren't you calling me at night in the morning do, do you have a bitch over oh. and oh, are you only calling me in the morning after she leaves mm-hmm. and it turned out to be true and it turned yeah. out to be true that's the thing is that i felt like a shitty person and this is a shitty thing and to do needy and insecure. yeah yeah but i like went was going through his phone and it became like a, a second nature yeah. thing and i had never looked through any other boyfriend's phones mm-hmm. and like i i never have looked through steve's phone ever but for some reason this fucking dude mm-hmm. but i was right yep. but it was still shady that i was looking through a phone and i was like i don't like who he i don't like what it brings out of me because mm. i know i'm right and it's it's to the point where i need evidence like yeah. to prove i'm not crazy and that's why i'm doing it because like i just don't, i he makes me feel like i'm insane yeah. and constantly doing the thing like you said that oh no you don't remember that i said that da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and i'm like 
my God, am I in, am I crazy? Am I just I can't remember? Am I a bad person? And then I would find the evidence in the phone and it was just like a relief to my sanity. Yeah. Like I'm not crazy. Truly. But then like you should know right then and there, if you're looking through someone's phone, you not you should not be with that person because yeah. there are trust issues that that shouldn't be ever a thing. Yeah. But I didn't know at that time and and I never let that happen again. But it, yeah, I just felt like it became a normal mm-hmm. to like look for evidence because I fucking know something's up. Yeah. yeah, and that like that's terrible. Can you imagine like all this all the time you went through the stress and like anxiety that yeah. didn't need to happen? Yeah, because in a healthy relationship, those things just don't happen. But when you've never seen a healthy relationship before, yes. you think those things are normal. Yes, exactly. Like if you grew up in a household where your dad was abusive or where your dad didn't show you love or, or like with the parent like mm-hmm. where a parent like withheld love when they were upset when he, where the parent did the silent treatment you think it's normal yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're like this is how all couples are i've never seen a healthy couple that's mm-hmm. so true it you grow up you think possible is what you've seen around you mm-hmm. yeah and so if you've never seen a healthy relationship you're like i just have to put up with it yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's sad. or like you just have to go through it and learn as you go because you were never taught this when you were a kid yeah and like mm-hmm. you will your normal will will be what you're surrounded by yeah you know like when my grandma was young my grandma's like they had kids in their teens mm-hmm. and that was normal like now i'm 30 i haven't had a child and they're like that's so weird yeah but to me that's normal yeah mm-hmm. to our group it's like yeah mm-hmm. everyone's having kids in their 30s yeah mm-hmm. that's just it our lifespans are longer too now true so that could be it i mean my grandma's 90 but no <laughs> yeah <laughs> but back when she was a kid their adult lifespans maybe yeah, were and they're yeah. like oh shit we have to have kids yeah mm-hmm. um the 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 my friend that's going through that uh breakup because this person said he was like blowing up her phone and stuff my friend is going through the narcissistic breakup right now she at one point like 145 missed text messages, <gasps> 45 missed calls. Oh and it would go from, gosh. it would go from, I'm just going to send a video of me fucking another guy. Fuck <gasps> you, you piece of shit. To, hey, fly me out. Like, oh I my miss gosh. you. Wow. To, you're a fuck you. I hope you kill yourself too. Whoa. Can you call this club that you know and wow. get me in? Like, it's insane. Yo, that's why, well, I guess this is a girl doing it, but like, when it's a guy doing it, I'm like, so I'm threatened. Not only are you psych- are you crazy, but also I'm threatened for my safety. Exactly. Like I think you're going to mur- maybe murder me. Yeah. And uh, all the victims that I see on like, like Dateline or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always like someone that you know. It's always someone that you yeah. loved, yep. and then they fucking kill you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and that's a scary thing. Like as women, it's not even only like your heart; it's your safety. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Physical got, safety. There was this girl on TikTok. You guys, she was 19 years old. She was just married to a 20-year-old and they literally found her in a bathtub full of acid. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah, and like good-looking guy, good-looking girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you just think like, oh, they must be like perfect. He's so handsome. Um, you know, and like literally he was abusive. Yeah. And the parents are like, she hadn't spoken to us in 3 weeks. We're so sad. We want the daughter, we want our daughter back like get out yeah i know it's so hard and people are like it's not as easy as you think i love him get out if you can at the first sign that you see Mm -hmm. oh my god like it's never the victim's fault but like the first sign of disrespect is enough Mm -hmm. don't wait until it gets bad enough you know it's because it's not even just like oh he's yelling at me like at this point it's like you will lose your life yeah it's that serious yeah 
It's so true. All my friends who are cops who dealt with domestic violence cases, they'd say all the time, it never gets better. It either gets yeah. worse or you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Those are the only endings. That's the yeah. only two endings that you're going to get, you yeah. know? So, like, at the first sign of that, you got to get out. And just as a side note, that's like when guys are like, I don't get why girls have to lie about having a boyfriend or that's when they ask for when I ask for their number. It's like, dude, because there's some guys who don't take rejection very lightly. Yeah. And they will fucking murder you. Mm -hmm. That's why we feel like we have to protect your fragile ego. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's so many more on the list, but we don't have enough time to go through it. So we're gonna. But if you see here. any of those love bombing signs, now you know. Get Hopefully, out. you never have to experience them firsthand. Mm. Hopefully, you can be a bitch in the beginning, but yes. be respectful. But yeah. you know, be a bitch be about strict. your boundaries. Yeah, be strict about yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Know and yourself, love yourself, and then that way, no one can ever make you think less of yourself or think mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. People should just add to your life, not take away from it so keep that in mind and uh hopefully you're all healthy and safe and you're making good choices Mm -hmm. and we will see you next time we're your older sisters listen to us oh make sure you follow stacy but like not that much older because like we're very young like just two months we're very young (laughs) but follow stacy on all of her socials uh we'll link it down below she has a cool jewelry line that you guys should totally go buy some stuff if if not you're a coward (laughs) until then i love you we love you Bye. bye